Alms, alms for the poor. Hello, I am filthy street urchin Tom, and I'm joined by my brothers in begging, Brian and Cam. What's up, urchins? Not much, man. Just trying to make a buck. <laughs> Me too. Hence the Nerd Travaganza podcast. <laughs> Welcome, listeners, and uh, I'll tell you what's not up. I The numbers on my GoFundMe page, I am trying to raise money for a pair of those self-lacing Nike shoes, which I believe is a pretty worthy cause. However, the, the alms are not rolling in. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> anyway, listeners, in case you can't guess, tonight's episode is all about sort of personal crowdfunding. We've definitely tackled it from the Kickstarter perspective for new projects, but we're going to get into some of the more personal crowdfunding that seems to be uh, all the rage nowadays and uh, some of the merits or lack thereof of some of the campaigns we've seen and maybe the viability of the uh, platform given what may some may consider abuse. <laughs> First, though, we will beg for your attention as we share with you for a small fee the goings on in our nerdy lives with our weekly geekly geekly weekly update oh you know what i'll go first i never i never go first it seems so here i go <laughs> let's see i got some of those ikea lights that you talked about several updates ago or i think several new extravaganzas ago uh cam the trad free or whatever they're called yeah yeah, I wanted to expand my smart home setup. And so those are pretty affordable, actually, and they work pretty well. They basically vary between uh, shades of cool to to warm white. And uh, they come with a little remote control and they're app controlled. Support for the uh, home automation assistance like Alexa is not there yet. But uh, I'm looking for that to come online here within the next few months. And then my plans to voice control my entire home will be complete sweet yeah i mean i i we talked about before the show that i needed to buy a new refrigerator and um i toyed with the idea of buying like a smart fridge for like yeah. 0.2 seconds <laughs> uh, until i saw that the spread between like the fridge that i would be getting like the fridge that i ended ultimately ended up buying is like $3,000 less than even like the next, like, you know what I mean? Even like the base model smart fridge. So I was like, no chance. Like I'm not paying an extra three grand to, to, you know, 2,500 bucks just to have like uh, basically an iPad on my fridge (laughs) that can can like supposedly order food for me. Like that's all right. I'll pass. Honestly, the price tag, uh, notwithstanding one of the things that would stay my hand there is, you mentioned the iPad, like the smart fridge from one well-known manufacturer has basically, as you said, a tablet, like right in one of the doors. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool, but it it's known that major appliance and phone manufacturers drop support for things. So can you imagine 10 years from now still having that tablet, having no way to upgrade it, no way to replace it? Oh my God. It'd just be like a laughable joke. You'd, you'd want to just like cover it up with something so people wouldn't see it. Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Although I did buy the extended warranty from and I bought it from JC which will probably be defunct. And <laughs> so, <laughs> the warranty's probably that's probably a waste too. But hey, I mean, at least I only spent a hundred bucks on that. Like, <laughs> uh, well, you you bought appliances from JC which is actually not a bad move because they've only recently made the foray into that market, and yeah. uh, they've done so to sort of you know branch out in, in the face of the Amazon juggernaut and so on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, if you'd bought from Sears, I'd be more concerned. 
Yeah. Well, I was just, I bought from Brainsmart, the one I have now, and it was just like an absolute nightmare. This thing was just been like a junk, piece of junk from the beginning. And it just seems like every time something goes wrong, it's like they find a way to, they've found a way to sort of weasel out of it. Um, and so finally I just said, you know what? I'm just, just going to put this shit on the trash heap and move on. <laughs> for those of the, for those who do not know what Brandsmart is, cause I'm not sure if it's a national or international brand. It is essentially, it's an electronic store with all the trappings of a third world bazaar, right? Yeah. It's just <laughs> like gray market, like electronics basically. Like, I but mean, they're cheap, me... <laughs> but like, yeah, you get what you pay for. I learned the hard way. I've got a deal for you. Step right in. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, no smart fridges for me. I got these new lights. Looking forward to voice controlling them. Uh, playing some more Tomb Raider. Nothing new there. Uh, I ha- I did, however, reread or rather have read to me in audiobook form The Shining, the classic Stephen King novel. Have you guys read nice. that? Yes. I've never read that one. You should. You should. It's really good and i'm sure you've seen the movie at least brian which is yeah. very famous yeah the book kills it like the and, and the movie's great but the book kills it in my opinion yeah yeah i've been on a stephen king kick lately because I, I did the the dark tower i think that actually came out this weekend or it's coming out this weekend uh i read the, i i did that book on overdrive recently so uh, yeah over the last couple months i've been on a stephen king kick so that's the library lending program right overdrive yes yeah 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 I need to sign up for that. You guys have mentioned it more than once. And it might be a timely thing for me to enroll in because reading or having that book read to me uh, reminded me of a project I wanted to embark on, a consumption project, which is to basically read chronologically every book he's written, which is quite a number. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, re- I've read probably about a dozen of them, but that's kind of only a small fraction of what he's written. So that should keep me busy. Yeah, he pumps them out for sure. He might have a hard time keeping up. It takes you longer to narrate them than he does to him write them. <laughs> Are you trying to say that my update is a little drawn out at this point? No, no. Just, you know, <laughs> audiobooks are not quickly produced. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will probably... I need to buckle down and, and get serious about my reading if I'm going to embark on that. But it's, I think it's a noble project and might inspire me to write uh, a three-page, very short story. Thus qualify as a writer. Yeah, that's pretty much it for my update. Just uh, nothing too interesting, but I certainly stretched it out. So, Cam, man, what have you been up to? Yeah, so um, it's I feel like sort of a piece of me is gone, you know, now that I don't have the wheel of time there anymore to sort of, you know, keep me uh, keep me warm at night. Uh, but uh, I shall overcome, I'm sure. Uh, I did, that did, however, leave a lot of time open for me to start the Dresden Files, which I, uh, started at the, um, sort of recommendation of Chris, former show host Chris, and still a contributor to the podcast, uh, and website and social media, et cetera, Chris. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I also was dodging Game of Thrones spoilers the whole time I was there in Europe, like hand grenades, basically, um, I was just, just anything even close to Game of Thrones, I just avoided at all costs on social media. And then uh, when I got back, I literally watched all three episodes back to back. That basically the last, you know, the first three episodes that came out since I've been gone. Uh, when I got home, so I'm all caught up, ready for this Sunday's episode. Um, well, I've been home with all these workmen and all this stuff coming over since uh, my house was such a disaster when I came back. Um, 
I've been watching the Ozarks on, uh, or Ozark on Netflix, which is a series starring Jason Bateman, uh, and a couple of other people. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's not really that nerdy. Um, unless you think, I guess, laundering money, accounting is nerdy. Um, it's pretty good though. It's like a sort of breaking bad ish sort of show. Um, Jason Bateman is like a money launderer. Uh, he's like a financial analyst and he launders money and all the stuff happens, but it's, it's pretty cool. I, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's, uh, into those kind of shows. Uh, yeah. And that's it. And that's been my week. Sounds pretty eventful considering you just got back from the, another portion of the world. So yeah. Good luck bringing your house back online and, uh, with your new reading and go Chris, thank you for contributing God, God to will. the, yeah. thank you for contributing to the Gandersiverse as always. For sure. I don't know, Cam, Cam, is there anybody else that should go? Maybe you could call out the... Yeah, Brian, what have you been been kicking around doing lately? Oh, man. I have been shark everything. (laughs) Last week was Shark Week and apparently Shark Fest. And this week's Siffy channel does Ah. all of our shittiest bad shark movies. So, uh, speaking of Ozarks, I watched the, uh, Ozark shark. <laughs> I, uh, I watched the attack of the three headed shark and its sequel attack of the five headed shark. <laughs> it was horrible. I, I may never actually recover. You didn't uh, see if you could catch 30 meters down or whatever in the theaters one more time just to complete the week. I, you know, I'm surprised that was not on sci-fi already. Well, they have standards, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I did do one kind of cool thing to recover. I, I actually uh, went to see Postmodern Jukebox last night. Mm, enlighten me. The Jazzy People with the Clown. Jazzy People with the Clown. Is that a band? I, I'm so completely lost. I, it, it was actually like a really famous video that got passed around. It was uh, I, The Clown is named uh, Puddles. Oh, yes. And he is actually not like a regular contributor to Postmodern Jukebox. He's Puddles' right. party. But Postmodern Jukebox releases uh, YouTube videos. I think they do one a week or something like that. And uh, they're they're all like kind of jazzy, hippie. Well, not hippie, not hipster. Like, I, I don't know the other adjective for that. Like, hip. Hey, man. Got cool. it. <laughs> uh covers of of new music so uh i i don't know the names to any of them but songs i recognize from the radio oh so enjoyable yeah yeah jazz is not exactly my thing but uh you know that was like a foot in the door so i got to enjoy it are you gonna start wearing like turtleneck black sweaters and sunglasses indoors and (laughs) crossing your legs in a sophisticated way when we're hanging out brian they were selling suspenders at the uh the merch booth so i picked up about 12 pair excellent looking forward to the new you yeah me too (laughs) anything else no no sharks and pmj as the cool cats say Ooh, i like it pmj let's listen to some pmj on the break We should have them play us into our next segment, actually, which will not come as any news to our regular listeners. But for those who are new to the show, we now present a little something we like to call 
the news extravaganza. Sweet. Yes. The news extravaganza brought to you by the nerd extravaganza. Speaking of PB and J, uh, jellyfish chips and seaweed dip. Anyone? Ooh. Uh, apparently there is a huge, I guess, surplus of jellyfish. Um, and so, I mean, it's already sort of eaten in a lot of, uh, in a lot of countries, but, um, they, there's a Danish gastrophysicist that has a new idea. Basically, she wants to dry the jellyfish to crispy chip perfection and serve it with some dip. Like, you know, so basically just slice it up, slice up these jellyfish, which are normally bland, flavor them with some kind of, you know, I don't know whatever flavor of the month you, you want to, you know, flavor them with and then sell them as chips. So now you can have a tasty seafood snack. And apparently it's not only good, but good for you. Jellyfish, the floating balloon with tentacles. Yes, exactly. I would not have guessed they had any enough substance to actually survive cooking. Yeah. I mean, apparently you slice, you slice them pretty thin and you can, Turn them into some tasty chips. I would try them. I, I feel like they are enough of a nuisance that they deserve to be eaten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it takes about like 40 days to make them, but... Uh, Holy shit. I'm assuming... Yeah, I know. I'm assuming, you think of chips, like they make them in like minutes, you know? But like, I guess these, these jellyfish take a while. I'm sure that's going to add to the price tag. You have to hatch the jellyfish, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um and speaking of dubious foods, um, did you guys know that Outback Steakhouse is evil? Don't tell me there's jellyfish in the Bloom and Onion. No, apparently, even though it does look like a jellyfish. Uh, but apparently, the somebody on Twitter, they, they were looking at their town, and they pulled up like on Google Maps the locations of all the Outback Steakhouses in their town in their area, and if you like draw lines it makes a pentagram <laughs> and so they and so they they posted it on twitter and then everyone and like obviously like somebody like people started picking it up and running with it and like people started googling outback steakhouses you know in their areas and they all make pentagrams too whoa so like the tw twitterverse right now is full of outback steakhouse pictures pictures basically of outback steakhouses like that make pentagrams all over the like country <laughs> So like California, Virginia, North Carolina, Ohio, New York, Indiana, Arizona, Georgia, like it's not just like one or two places. It's like all over that he, he basically just pull up the Outback Steakhouse map and it makes a pentagram. Probably saves a lot on the uh, cooking expenses. <laughs> yeah. Some natural heat, Brian. Supernatural heat. Yeah. Uh, Cam, I just want to object to though, uh, as a, as a, postmodern Wiccan uh, priest, or I think. <laughs> Warlock? I don't know. I object strongly to our holy symbol being uh, depicted as evil. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. Uh, there, what I like about Outback Steakhouse is that, like, they're, they're sort of being, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, they're kind of, like, joking with it. You know what I mean? They're kind of, like, going along with the joke. 
Um, so like their response to one of the Twitter people was like, you know, basically saying you guys are the devil, like, you know, whatever. Um, they, they, tw- they tweeted back, if the blooming onion is evil, we don't want to be nice. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> and then like, you know, people were like calling into their corporate office and sending emails and stuff and they didn't like respond basically individually, but they did put out a statement that said, uh, they have no plans other than to bring bold steaks and blooming onions to their guests. <laughs> Wait, there are real people out there who are like calling in protest thinking that these people arranged their, uh, their stores to. Yeah. And not only, well, not only just like real people, but now like legitimate news outlets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, basically, news outlets are calling them and asking them. So they're like, all right, listen, you know, we're not going to respond to each one of you guys individually, but we're going to put out a statement, you know, like Jezebel. Like, that's a pretty. I mean, these days, a pretty legitimate news outlet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think, I think it's pretty funny. And I, and I like that they're responding, like, in a funny way. Like, they're just like, eh, eh well, listen, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> While I was gone, the Tesla Model 3 launched. Yes. Uh, did either of you pick one up for the low, low price of $35,000. I wanted a six pack and they didn't have that many on the lot. So they're going to order those in uh, for me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, so they'll, they'll be coming soon. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can get the base $35,000 model, which go has a 220 mile range, goes zero to 60 in 5.6 mile, uh, 5.6 seconds and has 130 mile power top speed, or you can pony up another $9,000 for one that has a 310 mile range goes zero to 60 in 5.1 seconds, which is actually pretty quick. Um, that's like comparable to a, like a Porsche Boxster. So I think like, you know, it's, mm. it's pretty quick, especially for an electric vehicle, uh, and has 140 mile per hour top speed. So, I mean, I don't know that $9,000. Would you pay the extra 9,000 for another 90 mile range, 90 miles of range and a little, a little more quickness? I think I might more the range than the quickness. Yeah, I mean, forty grand is still pretty inexpensive for a nice car. Yeah, true. I have 40, 44, and that's like before options too. You know what I mean? That's like, I can see it probably getting to fifty pretty quickly, if you added, you know, the whatever package and this and that, you know, the undercoating and all that. <laughs> Got to have that undercoating. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much how configurable those are because yeah, if that's a base, it can get expensive quickly if you add too much to it. Well, especially with Tesla. I mean, I'm sure they've got all kinds of space age gadgets, you know. Yeah, a foot massager. Yeah, I mean, the company. It's funny they had their earnings uh, report over pretty recently, and they're they're still in the red. Like they're they're losing money, like you know, at, at a pretty big clip. But. Uh, I guess they're not losing it as much as people thought they would, the, you know, the investor community. Uh, and if all goes well, they should be turning a profit pretty, you know, pretty quickly. So it's funny that like how investing works, like they're, they lost money. They lost like a ton of money, but because they didn't lose as much as people thought and because they have such a rosy like outlook, their stock price went up like 8%, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. <laughs> Hey, I lose money very slowly if anybody wants to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess that all comes down to the future looking like investors say, saying, yeah, this is definitely the future and I'll, I'll ride out the losses for now. Yeah, it's it's definitely the, the, the 
the view of future gain, you know, and then the, the, I guess people trying to sort of get in before they're super, you know, they're thinking it's going to be, you know, Tesla's not just going to start making money, but they're going to start, you know, become an even bigger powerhouse or whatever. Sure. sure. Um, which, you know, I mean, I don't think is a bad bet. I mean, I think Elon Musk is probably uh, a good horse to back. He seems like a smart guy. Yeah, for sure. And sort of just to dovetail into our topic, which we'll get to in a second, um, the last story I have is that NASA has come out and put out a job description for a planetary protection officer, a PPO. Ooh. Uh, it is a six-figure gig. It requires frequent travel and a secret security clearance. Uh-huh. I've had – okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you must have at least one year of experience as a top-level civilian, civilian government employee uh, with advanced knowledge of planetary protection. Uh, you also need experience planning, executing, and overseeing elements of space programs of national significance, as well as skills in diplomacy. Uh, you got to have a bachelor's degree or higher in physical science, engineering, or mathematics mm-hmm. with a focus in physical science or related engineering science. And for that, you'll be paid between $124,000 and $187,000 a year to protect the planet from an alien contamination. Oh, what? This is real? Yeah, yeah, this is 100% real. I am in. The Basically, NASA thinks that there is a 1 in 10,000 chance of contaminating, uh, being contaminated by alien worlds. Uh, and so that... Basically, that that one in ten thousand chance uh, engenders a need for a PPO, planetary protection officer. I'm in. I'm in. I don't have all of those qualifications, but uh, really good at. I just lie on your resume. Yeah, just pad my resume, and I think I could probably get in there. I have lots of space invaders experience. Pretty good at asteroids. <laughs> um, XCOM. I've got a lot of gaming experience repelling alien invaders. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a three year gig with the possibility of a two year extension. Okay. You'll have to dress in attire specifically sanctioned by NASA. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, you'll have to conform to the identity given. Yep. Uh, can't have any identifying marks of any kind. Cannot stand out in any way. <laughs> uh, your entire image should be crafted to leave no lasting memory. Uh, I'm kidding. That's like the, yeah, the, the, the men in black theme. I, I, job yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I fit most of that. Like I, I leave no lasting impression. I am not physically remarkable. Like <laughs> people forget me every as soon as I walk around the corner. I'm in. <laughs> no, but how amazing would that be? Like you're basically that's your freaking job. Like you work for NASA for five years. You make you know 150 grand a year, and you are the planetary protection officer. Pretty impressive until you walk into a bar thinking you can use that credential and like you lose out to like the model or the football player <laughs> who, who yeah, people are exactly. actually attracted to. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if you had that job, you wouldn't need a GoFundMe account, p- presumably. But, uh, anyway. yeah, exactly. For those that do need a GoFundMe uh, account or that don't know about GoFundMe or want to hear about funny GoFundMe accounts, I think, Tom, uh, we might want to bring around today's topic. You kind of motivated tonight's main topic because you were appalled and offended by a certain uh, funds raising campaign. Would you care to uh, enlighten the audience? Yeah, I mean, I was just sort of scrolling through, and, and just over the last couple of days, I've just seen just some ridiculous uh, Go GoFundMe campaigns. One was f- to fund somebody's like school, uh, and, and I, I get it if you're like 
maybe, you know, if you're from like the inner city, maybe, or like, I don't know, like, you know, you, I, I don't know if you've had some sort of illness or some sort of issue, your parents died, something, you know, but this person is like fully able-bodied, two loving parents. Like, it's not like this person needs someone to fund their schooling or whatever. They just, whatever, just want to, just want someone to pay for it. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, what else did I see? Um, there was one, um, oh, to help someone travel. They just basically wanted to have like a go travel for the summer mm. and like have a summer like traveling the world. And, you know, they sort of pursed it as educational, but come on, they just wanted to go on vacation basically. And I think the one that sort of like broke the camel's back was that the, locally here in Florida, we have a, we have a, a, uh, a con called Supercon. It's a pretty big con. Um, I would say, I mean, would you say that it's nationally known? No, guys? no. No, yeah. no. All right. I'd say it's at least regionally known. Regionally, yeah, you know, sure. In, yep. Yeah, I'd say in the, you know, in the surrounding few states. Uh, but it's a pretty big con and, and it happens in South Florida every year. Every, you know, pretty much anyone who's anywhere, everyone goes to it down here. And one of the vendors there was robbed for like, I don't know, like $3,500, $2,500 in cash, a laptop, some other stuff, things like that. Um, they weren't robbed actually. Thankfully, they weren't robbed at the convention. I thought when I first saw the story, I thought they were robbed at the convention. But apparently, here's the other thing that kind of pissed me off about the GoFundMe is that like they left all that stuff in their truck. Uh, so like you're leaving a ton of cash, computers, all kinds of stuff like in your truck at a hotel, like in a hotel parking lot. Like, I don't know, man. You're asking for trouble. I'm not going to say you're stupid. I'm not going to say you're an idiot. But I'm going to say that you probably aren't the most careful person. Probably weren't, you know, taking the most precautions that you could. Um, you know, that's why they have hotel safes. That's why they have, you know, bank night deposit drops. Like, you know, like there's a ton of things you could have done to protect your money and protect your valuables uh, better than leaving it in your truck in a hotel parking lot. Uh, and so those people decided that because they lost their money and someone stole from them, they would take to GoFundMe and ask the internet to help them recoup their loss, huh. basically. So that prompted me to then go on, you know, online and start looking at dumb, really dumb GoFundMe or crowdsourcing attempts. And we can talk about those as we go. But that, that's just sort of the impetus of, of, of tonight's episode. Quite the impetus, actually. Of those that you mentioned, Cam, I'll say this. The last one, which is a kind of local or, as you say, re regional congoer appealing presumably to maybe the organizers or fellow fans who might sympathize, yeah. you know, to, to help that person out. That seems like almost semi-reasonable. Like, oh, uh, you know, we had a great time at this con and it was ruined by this terrible thing. And if, you know, all however many thousand attendees throw me 10 bucks, I'd, you know, I'd be made whole. Um, I could kind of see a form of logic in that. Um, the others are sort of just like the, they sound like that writing a check to the universe bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm assuming the people are just going to run to your aid based on your word. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm all for helping people out. I'm all for like, you know, even just, just paying things forward and just like doing something nice for the sake of doing something nice. But like, I sort of want to do it on my terms. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want someone to like put something in my face and be like, Hey, give me money because of whatever. Like, 
Like, if I see someone and they're in need, I'm the first person to write a check. Like, as a matter of fact, I just saw, I don't know if you guys saw this video floating around. It, it's, it's been pretty hot recently. There's a kid with, with Down syndrome in California and his house was destroyed by wildfires. And I guess his, like, goal, like, his favorite thing in, in, like, the world to do was watch movies. And he had, like, a collection of 100 DVDs, which isn't a huge collection. I mean, you know what I mean? Think I probably have 100 DVDs that are just laying around that, like, right. you know, and, and like, but, like, that was, like, his prized possession were these, like, 100 DVDs. And so, like, when his house burned down, I guess they were only able to save, like, 20 of the DVDs and he was devastated or whatever. And it's, you know, it's a kid with Down syndrome. It's not like it's, like, a regular guy that lost his DVDs even. You know what I mean? It's someone that's not, you know, that, that has a, a you know, a, a, you know, a need, a special need. And so, like, yeah, I, I mean – basically that video went around the internet and people have been like, obviously DVDs have been pouring into this kid, you know? And you know, the video shows how happy he is every day. He's opening up envelopes and all these DVDs are pouring in. Like, so that's a great feel good story. I'd be the first person to send this guy, you know, all of my DVDs that I had laying around, you know, or even just buy some from Amazon and give it to him. But that's different. You know what I mean? Like the kid's house was devastated by fire. Like, he has down syndrome. Like he doesn't have money to replace his DVD collection. Like that, that's to me, that's, 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 I guess the, the green check, check mark. Like, yes, I, w- I would write a check in a second for that kid. But like all the way on the other side, I wouldn't even say all the way on the other side, but like definitely on the other side of the spectrum is no pun intended to the kid with down syndrome. Um, is, <laughs> is, uh, you know, the, the ones that I sort of mentioned before, like, I mean, there are some more egregious ones that I'll get into later, but like, like I'd say left of center would definitely be like the ones that I talked about. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, and I'm all for the Jimmy Stewart, like it's a wonderful life. Like everyone let's chip in and, and, and save, you know, save the bank. But like, I don't know, man, I, I just can't see rewarding someone for making bad decisions. You know what I mean? I, I guess that's the difference. And, and it's sort of shitty. Like I, I recognize that I'm being shitty for making this like, I guess, differentiation, but it's almost sort of like, you know, Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm happy to like help someone out who like got cancer, but I don't want to help someone out who is obese and has diabetes because <laughs> they made the choice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And this is coming from like a fat kid. Right. You, you know right. what I mean? Like, like I, 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 I don't know. It, it, it just, I, I, maybe it's just that American like ism in us or whatever. <laughs> like it's like we don't want to like reward stupidity or we don't want to reward bad choices by like bailing them out or helping them out, which of course like our government does with banks and shit every right. day. But like, right. I, I don't know. Like it, it's just that innate sort of aversion in me. And I mean, you guys can tell me if I'm being unreasonable, but like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like you, you, dude, you made bad. Dis- you left a whole bunch of cash and a whole bunch of valuables in a car, in a, in a hotel parking lot, where there was a big convention, where a million thieves knew easy targets were going to be at, and yet you still decide in Miami of all places. <laughs> it's not like you were in like Ohio, you know, and you just decided to like make that bad decision, and now you want the world or the universe or con goers that already probably paid you money for your shitty product <laughs> um to make you whole basically uh i have to clarify something J- just you know i don't want to make an ass of myself 
That was a vendor, correct? Like not like some kid who went. Right. It was a vendor and they, and, and I, I, sh- I should be supporting them. Like I love Doctor Who. They're, they're like a, a Doctor Who specific, like small business con vendor. This is what drives me nuts. And this is why I hate them. Not personally, but this is why I hate their GoFundMe. I've wanted to go into business like, probably 10, 12 times with different friends and wanted to, you know, open a cafe, open a game store, open a comic book store. And you look at the reality of, you know, insurances, maintenance, like location, all this kind of stuff. And it's really expensive. So I've never done it. And then some people are like, insurance, you don't need that. (laughs) Oh, shit, I'm out a bunch of money. Better go beg on the internet. Uh, I like the mom and pop store vibe and I kind of like like shithole closet comic book stores, but that's an appearances. Like you have to have insurance, man. Like, that's- yep. So Brian, you're, you're siding with cam here, at least with the, for the when it comes to this vendor, uh, you're sort of thinking they maybe should have been a little more cautious. I would rather just give the money to the guy who wants to travel the, the, the world this this summer or whatever. Like, if you're just like, hey, as a nice guy, give him some money. Okay. But I did something really fucking stupid and got all my shit stolen. Oh, we'll have insurance company. I did something really fucking stupid and don't have insurance. <laughs> okay, that's a pattern. Yeah, I, I want to agree with you guys because I want to say, like, personal responsibility should rule here. But... I can't get out of my head sort of a victim blaming vibe I'm getting. Like maybe are we being too harsh? Here's a person. Yeah. They left things in their truck. Shouldn't you be allowed to leave things in your truck and not have them taken by some dirtbag? Well, I mean, in a perfect world, of course, but like, I mean, that's exactly the thing. It's like, it's, it's not like these people don't know. It's not like it was their first con. It's not like they haven't heard stories about people being robbed at cons. It's not like they didn't know they were in Miami. <laughs> and like I said at the beginning, like there are overnight like drop box, you yeah. know, deposit places where you can go and, you know, it doesn't matter if the bank's not open. You can go drop off the money so you don't have to hold it. And, you know, you could have went to the bank. You could have went to your hotel and said, hey, I've got some valuables I need to sort in the hotel safe, like either in your room or they have one in like, in you know, in their office or whatever. Like there are other options they could have availed themselves of that would have protected them a little better. I, I've been a vendor at conventions 20, 30 times. My cash box has never left my purse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I mean, like if they had been mugged, if they had gotten the shit kicked out of them, yeah. and, like rolled into a ditch and the guy ran off with their backpack, I might give them money. But like, oh, I left my cash box somewhere. Yeah, I think I think that changes the scenario a lot. Like if they're like walking from the convention to their car to go to the bank or something, you know what I mean? Like that's totally. And then someone accosts them and takes their money. That's totally different because it's like then it's like, well, look, we need to protect the con community. You know what I mean? Like I'd want to know why there wasn't security. And then yeah, I probably would be like, all right, well, we should probably help these people out. Like they didn't ask for that. They were just they were doing the right thing. But, I mean, the minute you put that shit in your car and you walk away, like, you have to know that that's a possibility of that happening. I really want to be on board with you guys on this one. I just, I could see myself if I had gone to the con 
and I got to know that and I had known that vendor or it was a local vendor. You know, what I, mean? I guess if I if I was in the same circle or community as that person and yes, through partial fault of their own for not exercising, you know, caution that a business owner should, they lost all, I might be compelled to throw them a few bucks because some misfortune had befallen them. But are they focusing their crowdfunding thing on the local supercon crowd or are they just throwing out to the general universe i think they're putting it out to the general universe but with a sort of emphasis on nerd sharing and con people yeah exactly how much are they asking for did they say i I may have missed that at the beginning i think like five thousand. i think basically is what they said was like added up to be like they said something about like a fifteen hundred dollar laptop i think twenty five or thirty five hundred dollars in cash yeah, I think it was roughly five thousand. I, if I were a, another big vendor there, or maybe you know, and of course it's not my place to tell other people how to run their businesses. Or if I were the con themselves, maybe it might be a cool PR thing to throw some money their way and say, "Oh, hey, you know, happy to help." But then, of course, you're probably opening the door to everybody who stubs a toe. Then, <laughs> you know, wanting some kind of a payout. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe appealing to that local community more than GoFundMe at large would have been a prudent move, but. Uh, I, I guess I'm, I don't have quite the same you snooze, you lose kind of mindset, <laughs> but I totally get why you guys do. If it weren't just such a willful decision, I'd be more sympathetic. Yeah. That's really careless, dude. Yeah. Th- there is something to be said for you snooze, you lose, and you know, you'll be smarter next time. And like I said, there, there's already a bit of a pattern established there. That's, uh, that's like triple careless. Yeah. Now what now what if it was like I we just had enough money to, you know, get our dog patches a uh, you know that that le- artificial leg so he can walk again. What if there was a hard luck story like that attached would that sway you? Yeah, I mean, look, look, I'm always a <laughs> raise money I'm for patches. For <laughs> well, that's different. You didn't break patches leg off. Yeah. Right, but <laughs> I mean, look, you can always you can go you can go down the rabbit hole as far as you want by saying like, well, you know what? You should get a better job and, you know, help patches yourself or you know, you shouldn't have got patches if you couldn't pay for his medical bills, you know. I mean, I guess you could spin that argument well, out I'm, as much as you want. But. I'm just trying to couch the – I'm just trying to couch the, couch the situation in such a way that you guys might be swayed. Like, we were here just to raise money for Patch's new artificial leg. Uh, and now we lost all that money. Shucks. <laughs> then, then you might go for it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for I, – I, I like animals way more than I like people. What about you, Brian? I, you're not a softie. Would, would that sway you? If, if they were just asking me to help fund Patch's leg, it would sway me more than if they were at the convention trying to raise money for Patch's leg, had the money in hand, and then just got distracted by something shiny. <laughs> All right. So Patches gets to sip at these stupid people. Not so much. <laughs> Reckless people. Reckless. Man. I mean, if you're just genuinely dumb. All right. You know, you need a little bit more help. than. Yourself, <laughs> but. Dude, I I don't know. That, that's that's hard. Yeah, and it sucks for them, and I hope they recover. But I I just being a small business owner is so hard already. Why wouldn't you cover like all your bases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then to go out, yeah, I kind of I kind of see if you're looking at it from a business perspective, like you're going out as a business to be asked to be made whole by the community. That's that puts it in a different light. And Brian makes a great point about the insurance. I mean, but, you know, just to play devil's advocate, it is 
expensive to carry that insurance coverage, especially like the theft and loss or whatever. But again, that sort of gets back to my point of, but that's a business decision. That's a decision you're making. Right. You're, you're choosing to forego that insurance and take the risk that you're going to lose that $3,500, that $5,000. Right. But you not paying for that insurance for five years is probably cheaper, still cheaper, even with losing that $5,000. You know True. what I'm saying? Well, maybe they should consider that. Yeah, I don't think they are. No, no one ever considers that. They just look at what's in front of their face, you know? Mm. So I was thinking maybe we go through some of these funny, like, crowdfunding attempts <laughs> and you guys tell me tell me yay or nay whether or not you would you would help to fund i love it yeah this is this has already motivated me so yeah let's do this the fun to send a woman around the world for spiritual healing what's wrong with her she, she wants ten thousand dollars so she can advance in her spiritual journey what's wrong with her as brian said nothing she promises that she, <laughs> that as she travels she'll help others realize their own spiritual journey all while living out her own dream how she plans to help others is unclear. She just needs spiritual healing and a, a spiritual journey around the world. And she wants 10 grand. Uh, uh, I'm going to pass on that one. Brian? Uh, that, that's way too, like, th- there's not enough details. No, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't buy that. Does it, does, it, does it affect your opinion in any way that she's pretty hot? Well. Uh, is she healing me? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Are there like stretch goals? <laughs> she is. She has. She is very. She is very attractive. I will say. Are that. there stretch goals? Brian asked. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, well, now I actually the fact that you say she's very attractive probably precludes her from this, but or, or maybe it makes it better. The spiritual healing thing, I'm not buying. But if she was like, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm sexually lonely, and I I want to go around and seek the company of other people and, and as well spread the joy <laughs> of sex with my beautiful self around the globe. I might be more, and a stretch goal could be a visit and I was single <laughs> and inclined to do such thing. Yeah. I was going to say if I was single and like, I would, I would, I would pony up the 10 G's and be like, all right, well I'll take you. But you know, there's, you know, <laughs> like, you know, we, we got to have an understanding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that, but I'm sure there, I'm sure there would be plenty of dudes that would be willing to, well, to take this chick on a spiritual. I journey. mean, a hundred dudes paying a hundred dollars each would, uh, get, get her what she needs and then maybe get what they need for her spiritual journey. <laughs> You're selling her pretty short, but like, Hey, I mean, that, doesn't that come to 10,000? Is my math off or? <laughs> No, I, I I think that's the math is correct. I just think that hundred bucks. She probably would argue that she's worth a lot more than a hundred bucks. Well, go to Kickstarter then, not not GoFundMe. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, before we before we alienate and offend every woman on the <laughs> okay. planet, let's let's move on to the to the next one. A fun to erase a very bad decision. A New York woman got a tattoo on her forehead of four twenty. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, no way. <laughs> and she, she wanted to raise a thousand dollars. No, no, nope. She deserves that tattoo. To remove that tattoo? Oh, you wouldn't pay. First off, a thousand dollars is not going to cover laser treatment, so she's just going to have a cover up done. <laughs> well, look, maybe give her some credit. Maybe she—that's just the th- the thousand dollars that she can't cover herself. Maybe she's willing to cover the rest, but no, <laughs> she should. She should. No. Why did she do that? Like, I, I can't get, that's what, this is a situation where I cannot get past. Why did you think that was a good idea at any point? By the way, like I'm looking at the picture. It's freaking huge. It's like her whole forehead. It's not even just like a little 420. It's like her, literally her whole forehead. Now I'll tell you what, I'll give her, I'll, I'll donate to the thousand dollars to press charges against the tattoo artist. Where <laughs> <she did that. laughs> 
I have to ask, does it does it look professionally done or does it look like something like a friend? No, it, it looks like a total scratch. Okay, guy. that's different. Because if it was a tattoo artist that did it, I would be like, there's no way you didn't have to strong arm the artist. Well, it, it might have been a tattoo artist, but like, you know, that has like a legitimate license and all that, but it's not a good tattoo. It's terrible. That's, yeah, I, I would think there should be some... That makes me less sympathetic, though, because she had this, this professional. She probably went to somebody. I want 420 on my forehead. Their reaction was no. <laughs> and then she. So, so a little bit of backstory, just just to like before we move on. She was aiming for $800. And in just a few days, she raised over a thousand. What? She's yeah. hot. Oh, is she? No, she's, she's not. not. She is not. No. no. What did, did spiritual journey raise any money? I or? mean, I mean, look, it's 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 relative. But like, I don't it doesn't tell me that how much she raised. But like. The picture that it shows is that she had it was at like she had raised one hundred and fifty five dollars of her ten thousand dollar goal. Spiritual journey lady in six days. In, yeah, in six days. That was fourteen people in six days. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Just don't see anybody ponying up for that. <laughs> she, she did a four twenty tattoo and have yeah. gurus spiritually heal it. Less, less we. I, I'm a little sensitive now, and I think we voted on the first two about about spiritual lady. Right. I didn't want to alienate our female listeners uh, by sounding like you know the only way for her to make that 10 grand would be to basically be a traveling prostitute um yeah. but if it were a man seeking the same thing and he was attractive i'm sure that he could also raise the ten thousand. so i don't want you to think that's just something i would think yeah, a woman no, yeah gender neutral for sure. and, and yeah. should i ever find myself single again and in want of money and a desire to travel i might very well uh, sell my valuable company to many a many a woman across across the world as i make my way Around the globe, I, I would donate. I would donate, Tom, but you could hold. You know, <laughs> you, 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 you can hold the favors. Oh, good. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so you'll, you'll get off for free. Well, not, not really. But you, <laughs> you'll, 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 uh, you'll, 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 you'll get away with a free one for Thanks, me. Thanks, man. That helps. That helps my uh, um, that helps my self esteem a little. <laughs> so this next one, I have to admit, I probably would donate just because it's just because he it would make me laugh. <laughs> the, the pitch line is. Going bald, I need hella hats. Help. <laughs> That's funny. So he's he's going bald and he wants some hats to cover up his head. And so, I mean, I'd throw 10 bucks on that. <laughs> or 15 bucks. How much bucks. is he trying to raise? I mean, how much is a hat these days? Bucks? Um, it doesn't show me how much he's he's trying to raise, but in 19 hours, he made $83. That's, so, that's a couple hats. I mean, that's at least like, yeah, that's at least four or five hats, right? I, I'd throw a few bucks for that guy. At least he's like, I, for some reason, it's like, it's somebody just asking for a simple, stupid thing, not at all that he needs. Just like, look, I'm going bald. I want hats. Oh, okay, cool. I'll throw you 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny too, because the picture is hilarious. He's like, it's, it's like this is sad face and he's got like his hand on his head and you can see like his proceeding hairline. It's pretty funny. I, I admire it so, for its frankness and its humor. Brian, would you, you throw a few, a few bucks on that? I almost feel like he's done something to earn it. If you can make me laugh, like you deserve a few bucks. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I, I'll, th I'll throw 10 bucks that guy's way. I'm not – don't hold me to that, but I, I might be inclined. Um, the next one is Erin's birthday wish. She went through a harrowing divorce. Harrowing. I, I don't know if that's like she spell it, true she or not. spell it right? Uh, it, it, it's, it's in the description of the GoFundMe in the article, so I don't know. But uh, the, the article spelled harrowing correct. Yes. Okay. She's a Denver woman, and she went through a harrowing divorce in August of 2015, and she told the world that there was only two things in the world that would help revive her happiness. One was adopting an adorable hedgehog, 
And the second was be was to do it for free by collecting $500 from the world to do that and adopt the, the adorable hedgehog. I mean, forget the lady. I'll send a couple of bucks to a hedgehog for a good home. <laughs> right. I need more. I don't know if it's, this is a reasonable thing to ask, but I might need some more details. Is this from a hedgehog rescue? Are there hedgehogs that need homes or something? Nope. She just wants a hedgehog and she claims that the only thing that will help her be happy after her harrowing divorce is to adopt a hedgehog. Mm. And so, I mean, I'd, I'd rather she was trying to like raise money to pay the fee at a rescue for a puppy or a cat, a cat, you know? Right. Um, I might, I might message her and say like, Hey, drop the hedgehog and rescue a cat or dog. And I'll, I'll throw you some cash. <laughs> I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would give any money for that. For the cat or dog, even if it was to, yeah. I mean, if it was to get a rescue animal, I guess so, yeah. But I mean, a people get divorced every single day. I, I don't feel sorry for you for, because of that. Uh, B, you're probably getting you're probably getting money from your divorce, whether you're a male or a woman. I mean, who knows? Maybe you're not, but divorces usually end up with alimony or something like that, some, some sort of support. So you're getting money, and B and C. I don't know that I want to support the, I guess, exotic animal trade. Right, right, <laughs> right, like, right. Me too. Same here. So, yeah, I, I probably would pass on that one. Brian, um, to your point, if it was like for a hedgehog rescue for like exotic animals who have been like recovered and they're they're trying to create a habitat for them, then I would I would probably donate. It's probably a lot to to ask these people to like put all the details in. But like, yeah, I I, w- I would give a little bit more. I think if it was legitimately like adopt a, a hedgehog that doesn't have a home, give it a good home, love it, blah blah blah, a- as opposed to just I'm going to go buy a hedgehog. Like, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't think it had anything to do with like any kind of like adoption or saving an animal. Just she just thought that having a hedgehog would be cute. It would be. It's just a little too impulsive for me to throw some money at. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, again, I think we're all in agreement. If it's just to get a hedgehog, no. But if it was like to rescue a hedgehog or, or even, you know, any kind of animal, then probably yes. Yes. Um, this one gets me just on a fandom level. I don't know that I would put money on it just because it's, it's so ridiculous. But if it was something that was like even plausible, like close to plausible, I, w- I would probably give money. It's, to fund putting a real TARDIS into orbit around Earth. <laughs> okay. Gonna push it out of the next shuttle. I don't know. They give no details whatsoever. It's just a fund to put a actual TARDIS into orbit around Earth. Um, if I had any faith that would be executed, like that's I what I say. Throws <laughs> that's what I'm but... Yeah, it's 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 funny and it's like it's it's cute, but like. Like you said, Brian, if there was any kind of like plausibility whatsoever, if there was any chance that it could happen, I probably would donate. But just knowing that it'll never happen and it's just a pipe dream, then no, I'm not going to give any money. Uh, considering that there are actual space missions that are doing without funding, I would rather give my money to a to a cooler cause, to one that actually does some good. So I think I might uh, pass. <laughs> so there's a guy named Ivory. Uh, a black gentleman, he really wants a bottle of Henny, <laughs> Hennessy. And so he wanted, he put up a GoFundMe for a half pint of Henny. Okay. And he wanted to raise 20, $25. And from the looks of his 
on this article, he raised $12 in two hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, $12 in three hours. So he basically was almost in three hours, like halfway to his goal. Would you give Ivory uh, some money for a half pint of Henny? Does that like violate any interstate alcohol sale rules or anything? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's just like you're 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 giving him money and he can buy whatever he wants with it, right? I mean, he's saying he's going to buy Hennessy, but there's like no real restriction on what he's going to do with it. Um, like you're not buying the Henny. You're you're not sending him the Henny. You're just giving him money and he can do whatever he wants with it. Is there is there a way to look at at Ivory's GoFundMe history to see what what other campaigns he's launched in the past? I don't know. I I, I would think so. It would be awesome though if it was like, right. Like every Friday, I need, I need a, yeah, I need a half pint of Henny, half pint of Henny every right. Week. Like, like I don't want to be supporting this guy's like alcohol addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once in a while, as, uh, as a, a one time thing, that's right up there with the hat guy. That's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, if, yeah, if I'm if I'm funding the local corner store, <laughs> what the GoFundMe? I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, look, if I was out at a bar and, and I, you know, I met Ivory, I might buy him a drink. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think I would f- I'd give him a GoFundMe. Yeah, I'll, I'll consider it depending on whether or not this is a one-time deal. If I, I'm not, I'm not paying for him to booze up every week, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brian? Yeah, we need more details. We don't even know if he's 21. That's true. He might be a minor. Yeah, oh my god! Then we're like true. contributing to true. the delinquency and all that stuff. Wow. Although if yeah. you are a minor, that's a great deal. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so a lady in Pennsylvania wanted to cross two items off her bucket list. The first, obviously, was an online fundraiser, which she did with her GoFundMe account. And the second was to use that GoFundMe account to get a squirrel tattoo. Mm. Basically, it was the, the tagline of her GoFundMe page is Midlife Crisis Squirrel Tattoo. And it's a squirrel like reaching for a. It's just a like sketch. It's like the squirrel reaching for an acorn. Um. So basically, she's having a midlife crisis, and she wants someone to pay two thousand dollars for her to squirrel etch her midlife crisis indelibly in her flesh. Yes. I'm no expert, but isn't that like a hell of an expensive tattoo? Uh, I mean, two thousand bucks. I mean. For like a really good tattoo artist, and it's a it's a pretty sizable tattoo. I'd, I'd say it's on the high side, but you know, if you want a good piece of art done, I mean, you got you know, you should pay for it. Yes, you should. <laughs> you really should. Yeah, you you don't want to go with true. the four yeah, that, that the four twenty discount. <laughs> right. Are are we? Uh, she admits to it being a, a midlife crisis. Yeah, I mean that's like the name of the like the page, midlife crisis squirrel tattoo. Could we add a stipulation, or could she add one that she will never again seek uh, crowdfunding monies to reverse this decision? Because then I might be in. Yeah, like, yeah. like a disclaimer, like look, you, you, yeah, you can get you can get funded if you don't come back like the four twenty lady right, and like, say, like I'd almost be tempted to sort of like give the 420 lady money before this person because like at least that person is like it's helping her like get a job you know <laughs> right. what I mean? like it's helping her like her future prospects this woman is just like i don't know man like it's, it's just you just want to put something on your body like no go work a few extra hours for the next couple months you know and save up yes but I, as with the hennessy guy and the uh 
Caps guy, I kind of appreciate her frankness at the frivolity of what she's asking for. So I kind of want to say I kind of want yeah. to say yes here, but she can't then come back and ask us to remove it later because it's if I'm contributing to her mistake, I don't then want to have to contribute to rectifying the mistake in the future. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I still wouldn't give her any money, Brian. Would you? I, I actually really like squirrels. Squirrels are pretty awesome. So, <laughs> so I so, might. But you said sizable, and I just think like huge tattoos are kind of ridiculous. So. I'm really on the fence. Yeah, about me too. I'd have to see the squirrel. I'd say like the length of your hand and like maybe half the width. I man, I'm not sure. I'm I'm with Brian, man. I'm on the fence here. I can't make up my mind. Maybe I'll give this one a maybe. All right. So a woman was getting married. She was marrying her, you know, the love of her life, having a wedding, and her racist brother. <laughs> apparently gunned down nine African-Americans in Charleston's Emanuel church. That got dark fast. Uh, Yikes. Okay. I was laughing thinking it was going to be some like, you know, teach my racist brother a lesson. Okay. I don't think he did it. I mean, it doesn't look like, see, it says like a fun for a bride whose racist murderer brother ruined her wedding. So, like, it sort of makes it sound like he did it at the wedding. I don't think he did it at the wedding. I mean, I think he just, he did it. And I think this is, like, I think you can probably figure out who this is, probably. I think there's probably only one person that did that terrible God, I murder. So. I think it's that guy that just got sentenced to prison. I, I, I think it was that younger yeah, kid yeah. that did that. But anyway, um, I guess she felt that, like, she counted herself as one of the victims, and so she felt that basically $5,000 would help her healing process and cover wedding costs, bills, and their honeymoon, et cetera. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, apparently, I think there's more to the story, but I, I think probably like maybe they had to postpone the wedding or it got canceled or something happened because the title of her GoFundMe is A Fresh Start for Michael and Amber. Uh, yeah. If I were going to give to anybody involved in this tragedy, it would not be her. Right. Like right. the victims, right. right? Like the real, yeah, the victims and, and their families, and yes, wow. I think not. I mean, I, I, it has to be. I can see where it's traumatizing for her, and if she has, if there's more to this story, like I have spent, you know, the, the every day since then, like at, you know, spending all my time donating to charity, not advocating for anti-racism, and therefore, you know, have fallen on tough financial straits. If there's some backstory where she has been giving and giving and giving, and now she, like, just can't afford to get married, that that might change my yeah. mind. But just, like, oh, it was really tough that my brother did a horrible thing, pay for my wedding, doesn't quite sway me. Yeah. She raised $1,500 in four uh, days. There may be more t- to it. Which, I mean, I don't know. Just on a lighter note, um, Squirrel Tattoo Woman raised $620 in 18 months. <laughs> took, wow. It was a long campaign, but she, she was raised 620 of the 2000. How long does the midlife crisis typically last? Is it just one year, two years? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that 18 months, the midlife crisis is what, over. At, like, if, at what, like, <laughs> at what age do you begin the Like, when does that typically come on the midlife crisis? I better start mine early. My crowdfunding campaign. Hey, I want to have a midlife crisis. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, th- I think it used to be pretty late in life, like 40s, 50s. I think nowadays it's coming oh. out a lot earlier. Oh. I, or is it the other way around? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know that I've had mine. I mean, I'm still pretty much the same guy I was at 19, which probably is a problem. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. 
But uh, but yeah, so she she didn't she she got like a quarter of what she was looking for. I'm not even gonna ask you guys because it, it, the answer should be no. But I just think it's funny. Um, the guy, some guy wanted three hundred dollars to save his booty call relationship. <laughs> so all he did was say, "I need a basically, I need a plane ticket to Miami, uh, to save my booty call." And not only did he get three hundred, but he got an extra twenty five dollars. He got three hundred twenty five dollars in four days to save his booty call. That's like guy code, and, uh, isn't it? You kind of have to throw in a couple of bucks. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just so I'll just sort of leave that there. Wait, um, the next one is pretty. Are funny. you donating um, to that? No, no, absolutely I just, not. I just absolutely want to be clear. Uh, perhaps as somebody who is not uh, the Casanova I envision myself as being. The booty call relationship, meaning he has a casual sexual relationship with a woman, and he needs to visit her to keep that intact. I think I think that's the, the like. Gist if you want to continue yeah. this casual, no string sexual relationship, you better get down here, and you know, see to it. Yeah, I I, I kind of envisioned he was like flying to Miami to stop her from marrying somebody or something. I, I may change my answer. No, I think it's just to like keep up the booty uh, call. Like, I. I if he gets three hundred bucks, he doesn't need a ticket for. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Uh, true. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no to this because that just that seems to break a bro code type thing a little bit. Like, shouldn't you be able to get your own booty call? I don't know without help. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm 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 inclined to say no to that one, man. Yeah, I definitely would say no. The next one is pretty interesting. Um, an African-American woman was fed up with white privilege. Um, and she th- – so much so that she thought out – she thinks that she's lost out on about $135,000 uh, over her lifetime for not being a white man, <laughs> okay. a white male. And so she asked for the internet to pay for her lost profits of not being a white a white male by – basically funding her $135,000 on her GoFundMe account. Um, does it say, is she retirement age now? Is her career over or is she still mid-career? No, she looks pretty young to me. Yeah, I don't... Don't know the age, but looks young. I, I, I don't know what her earning potential is over her career. I don't know whether 135000 represents the disparity between her and a similarly careered privileged white male. I have nothing to go on based on her word that this is a fair figure. The the GoFundMe tagline is uh, basically her, the name of on her page was I need some white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. That's a little bit clever. And she raised she raised over eighteen months. She raised six thousand dollars towards her hundred thirty five thousand dollars goal. What do you think, Brian? You ready to throw in another six k? No, I, I think six k is plenty of white privilege for anybody. <laughs> um, I'm I'm of course as a. Uh, appropriately self-flagellating, you know, white male who despises the skin I'm in. I'm inclined, I'm inclined to give her the money, of course, but I, I feel like I might be coming up a little short on the privilege at this point in my life. So I, I think I'm going to wait till my own privilege blossoms fully uh, before I then cross-pollinate privilege, so to speak. <laughs> Cam, do you feel that you enjoy... No, I would Do you feel you enjoy that. a measure of white pr- privilege at all, that, such that you would like to donate? Or Well, being only 50% white, I would only be getting 50% mm-hmm. of the white privilege, and I don't think it works, I don't think it works <laughs> that way. <laughs> so, uh, no, I would not 
contribute to anyone else's white privilege. Uh, and I certainly, even if I could get someone to donate to me for white privilege, I would not take that money because I think that just slap yeah, in the face. I, uh... I, I don't want to alienate our audience any more than I probably already have. But when I hear the words <laughs> white privilege, it, that tends to be a conversation stopper with me. And so this lady, while yeah. I do admire the clever <laughs> title, uh, I will be passing. Well, speaking of white privilege, um, this next woman, Victoria, was really tired of men regularly hitting her online, uh, hitting on her online. Um, she was dating. And I guess she was on like some dating websites and she was pissed off. She's 26 years old, by the way, uh, African, African American woman, black woman. She just got fed up with, 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 you know, the online dating scene. And so she set up a GoFundMe campaign for all the N words in my inbox, texting my phone and commenting on my pics. Basically, she set it up for them to pay the, pay for her bills. For her and her four kids. What? <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a quote, by the way. For all the N words in my inbox, texting my phone and commenting on my pics. So wait, I, I'm so confused. She put a profile out there, and gentlemen have been calling or try, attempting to call, so to speak. Right. In order for her to what respond to their advances. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so so it seems like she believes that for the privilege of. Writing to her and, I guess, in some cases, texting her, but she must have given them her phone number, right? I mean, unless right. she put it on her profile. Uh, okay. For that privilege, she feels like the people that are doing that should pay her to pay her bills for her and her four kids. I mean, that's just a totally wrong website. You can do that on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, this is the wrong site. She needs to, like, redirect because <laughs> this isn't this isn't where you get paid to chat. Brian is right on with that one. Uh, has she raised any money? She raised like sixty bucks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she's on the wrong site, man. No, Brian, you nailed it, Brian. So I'm I'm gonna. I, we should probably send her some advice that she needs to shop this to another venue. But uh, I'm not giving her any money. I would not give her a dime either. All right. This is pretty funny. It's a picture of a guy. Flicking off the camera with a shotgun in his hand, uh, and he's want he wants five hundred dollars to fund his drug habit. <laughs> okay, now, this is really insensitive of me, but all at once, or is this like spread out? Because if there's a likely OD, I might. <laughs> <be on board. laughs> I just brought it. I just I just included this because I think it's funny. I mean, obviously, not none of us would fund anyone's drug habit, but the sad thing is. Four people actually donated money. <laughs> he made $25. Does he indicate what the drugs are he's using? Um, the post says, it just well, it says, a fun to help this guy be a crackhead. But the actual GoFundMe page just says his drug habit. So I, I don't know. Is this, hold Is this Ivory with like an alternate account coming back now to get his other <laughs> fix? <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, but this guy, this guy is a totally different guy. His face is pixelated out, but actually, like, it, it's he's a white guy, so I don't think it's Ivory, unless uh, Ivory contracted like Vitilago or something. Maybe he got white privilege. Yeah, he got some white privilege. <laughs> Please tell me this guy's name is Ebony. That would be pretty funny. No, I would not give this guy a dime. I'm okay with the Hennessy guy, assuming it's not a habit thing, kind of, but I, I'm not going to buy anybody crack. <laughs> Very true. 
so this one's a little more like, well, as if we weren't controversial enough. Bailey, a woman named Bailey, uh, needed an abortion. Oh. And so she went on to GoFundMe and asked that people fund her abortion. Oh. Uh, and people did. She got, uh, she looks like she, she got pretty much the $2,500 she was looking for. I assume she had a kind of time constraint here. I mean, she got it in two days. Okay. Wow. 136 people donated. Wow. Just close to $2,500 in two days. A random person asking for money to donate to for an abortion and she got it. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Super attractive. Ah, there you go. Not that that should be a, not that that should be a reason to, you know, to, 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 uh, to give money, but we all know that that usually drives, that usually drives. Yeah. The super attractive part makes me wonder who was giving the money. Yeah. Because well, it's 136 could, people, but like, I'd like to know what that breakdown is. If if I could feed into some stereotypes for a minute, which is something we're normally well above here on the Nerd Travaganza podcast, uh, I'm going to guess that most of the would-be women donators who find her to be uh, a, a plausible rival are not going to want to fund her <laughs> abortion. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be interested, though. I mean, because I think like a lot of women would probably... And I don't want to speak for women, but I feel like a lot of women would just in like solidarity, probably, you know? Oh, like, okay. From a, from a, like a feminist perspective. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, okay. I'll help you out sister, you know, kind of thing. I don't think that I would not because I'm against abortion or anything like that. I just, again, like, I feel like I probably would spend, I'd rather would, I, I probably would rather donate money to a charity for children then pay for someone's abortion but i don't i don't know that that necessarily correlates i'm just uh, that's just an arbitrary statement on my part like again I'm, I'm not against abortion i mean she can have an abortion if she wants i just i, I just i'm not gonna pay for it you know what about you brian i i have always said anything we can do for less humans so yeah i'd probably chuck her some couple of bucks yeah you make a, you make a good point brian yeah that, that I feel is... that's like uh you know keeping your convictions i i kind of could see why you might want to throw her some money but i feel like and this is going to really we're pretty much going to lose the rest of our audience at this point i feel like we're kind of in the same realm here as the 420 person where you have made a mistake and it is for me to rectify it with my donation and I understand the gravity of an unwanted pregnancy is much more severe than a, a stupid tattoo on your forehead. But uh, it's interesting to me, Cam, that you were kind of against maybe fixing that. You, at the beginning of the show, you were kind of against like fixing people's screw ups and, and like the business owners say. But we all know how babies are made, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. That's sort of, sort of that's why I was sort of saying like I'm not against abortion. I I mean, I'm not against like any of it. Like people can do whatever they want, but again, it, for me it's sort of like, well, don't expect me to fix your mistakes or or fix, you know, what you're trying to get yourself out of. You know what I mean? Like that's I think that's sort of been my just guiding principle through all this. As far as a breakdown on the numbers, I would say maybe of her donors, probably 50%, like, you know, feminists in solidarity. And then another 50% of, uh, men with bizarre motivations. <laughs> yeah. I'll help you get an abortion if we could go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't doubt that there were a, a ton of those. Um, coincidentally, um, she basically caused GoFundMe to change their rules. Oh, 
after because I guess her 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 campaign sparked an outcry. Um, so, so now, yeah, because people, I guess, were upset at, over the abortion thing or whatever. Um, so now the terms of service of GoFundMe state that no pages may cre- be created to help fund abortion, gambling, sorcery, or any <laughs> material related to the adult industry in any capacity. Hold on. Come on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. One, the abortion thing is bullshit. That is people with, you know, with similar convictions. We understand it's a controversial thing. Nobody's asking for tax money. This is people with who are like-minded raising money for a procedure they deem to be appropriate. No one's reaching into my pocket. Two, sorcery? (laughs) Did I hear that? Right. Yes. Well, I, I, I mean, like, I feel like if I was a woman, I'd be pretty pissed off at that change because, like, so you're 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 putting abortion in with gambling, <laughs> a, the adult industry, and sorcery. Quite a rose gallery. So, like, I, I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of a slap. I'm not even a woman, and that hurts my vagina. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of a slap in the face, but man. Th- like, there's a there's a slice of America that views those three things as like, you know, pillars of evil. So let's be honest. And then it's to them. They're trying to probably appeal for some reason. It's ridiculous. I mean, sorcery. It's like you said, it's like abortion is a legitimate medical procedure. I mean, like, think about it, you know, think of it, what you may like, you know, whatever your, you know, whatever, I guess, hangups are politically or, you know, religiously, like that's your own business. But like, it is a recognized, like ADA, what, or what? Not ADA, like what, whatever. What's the American Medical Association? Like, AMA, yeah, yeah, like you know, procedure. It's legitimate. It's legal. It's been prescribed, you know, upheld by the Supreme Court. And then you're gonna lump it in with gambling, sorcery, and the adult industry, both of which are also legal under certain circumstances. Um, I can see why they wouldn't want to like be some kind of funnel for illegal gambling. I can see why they, the, the porn industry is regulated to ensure, you know, the safety of the performers and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just can't get this sorcery out of my crawl. It's not real. It's not real. Like there is no sorcery. Like I'm going to pay me to cast a magic missile spell. Like, okay. Hey man, you don't know. You don't know. Sorcery could be real. I'm a huge fan of the magical arts and I want to know why specifically cavorting with demons <laughs> Casting magic missile is fine. You can learn how to cast magic missile. That's not no demon involved. Yeah, that's true. Like summoning spells are a whole different class of magic, aren't they, Brian? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's bullshit. What about cantrips and like you know sleight of hand? Is that is that allowed? Healing spells? I can't use cure one. <laughs> <laughs> summon monster is not available. Oh, um, God. Summon lesser demon. I could see yeah. you know having an objection to, but these others. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, poor. Well, I guess Bailey probably did get her abortion, but she she changed the rules for everyone after that, or you know, caused the change of the rules. Wow, I got mine. Screw you. Let's hope she's doing well now. Sure. And I guess you know we're 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 getting kind of long on time here, so I'll round it out with this last one, which I think is probably the funniest of them all. We're an audio podcast, so I'm going to try to paint a picture for you here. Think, Lil Wayne. You guys know like who, what Little Wayne looks like? Yeah, that's Little John, isn't it? I, I yeah, that's yeah, that's I get John. them confused. Uh, no, I don't. I was just gonna ask that question. Wait, is he the yeah guy or is he the other one? No, no, that's Little John. Little Wayne is a pretty probably the like most popular rapper I would say right now. 
Um, lots of tattoos, long, long dreadlocks. That's like pretty, pretty, pretty buff, you know, pretty like, you know, pretty, pretty fit guy. That's different from little John. Always has a shirt off. Yeah. Little John never has a shirt off. He's, he's got a lot like long dreads, but he usually wears like jerseys and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so just think, I guess then think buff, tattooed, dreadlocked, black. Okay. All right. With it, with a shirt off and he needs a car. So that in itself probably is, you know, I'm sure there's been plenty of GoFundMe's that, you know, need or for someone to get a car. Sure. Uh, but the reason Romeo needs a car and this is a quote now, I need a car to bring you this dick. <laughs> is this the booty call guy? Like <laughs> I mean, if I'm getting something out of it. Yeah, I, I I I think he's like either a male prostitute or like a male stripper. I mean, I don't allegedly. I I, I don't know what this guy's deal is, but it's just two pictures of him with his shirt off, like looking seductively into the camera, and it says, "I need a car to bring you this thing." <laughs> um, I appreciate Romeo's frankness over the spiritual lady, maybe. I'm a little confused. We're definitely sure Romeo is not also the crack and the Hennessy guy, right? Like this is not just the same guy doing multiple things. No, this is definitely a different guy for sure. Um, how much does Romeo want to bring someone this dick? It doesn't say. It just says he raised zero dollars in eighteen minutes. It, it doesn't say the the goal number. Um, but I mean, for a car, it's got to be in the thousands, right? It can't be like it's got to be at least a few thousand bucks. Yeah, I, w- I would. I would think, I mean, is Romeo guaranteeing delivery of said dick? You think like if somebody, if some big funder pitches in, is he going to make the delivery for sure? Cause this kind of gets back to the spiritual lady again. I don't know, but I don't want it. So <laughs> I, I, I don't either. <laughs> I certainly won't be funding. Uh, I don't, I don't either, but assuming somebody did, I mean, I, I, isn't that prostitution? I don't think he's just allowed to offer delivery of, of, of dick actually. I mean, you can bring it to somebody. That's not prostitution. You know, putting it in somebody is. Yeah, you can just bring it and show it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's like, you know, yeah, like, like home, like strippers go to people's homes all the time. You just can't. Now, if he is actually a prostitute, this is fucking genius. That's a great way to pay. I need a car to bring you this dick. That's great. That's brilliant. I take credit cards now. I need a gift. I need an iTunes gift card to bring you this dick. I'm just trying to think of like ways you can get around where there's no real cash for, there's no money. I'm just letting you know, like to get me in the mood, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a car. Damn, this guy might be a genius. Sorry, Romeo. You're not getting any money out of me. That's for sure. Yeah. Neither am I. I'm not interested in any dick you might have to bring, but it's an intriguing (laughs) idea. Brian, any thoughts? I don't, I don't know. Same as a squirrel. I got to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Too little info. I'm assuming there's some nuts involved as well. So, (laughs) Honestly, Romeo, on further inspection, you could probably get by with just like a, uh, an envelope for that. No, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so yeah. So that's, those are the most ridiculous GoFundMe's I could find. And so I think that sort of gets back to what we were talking about before. I mean, I get it. I think it's a, a good tool to help certain people. And, you know, look, far be it for me to pass judgment on who is deserving of this money. And, and, you know, that's, I, I guess that's, it's like, it's like anything in the market, I guess, sort of 
bears that out, right? The market decides. And so, you know, who am I to stand in the, in the way of like, you know, what people think they should, should give their money to. I can just only tell you what I would not give my money to. Yeah. Me too. All right. Should we, um, uh, bring to an early, uh, should we bring to an S, uh, unwanted continued episode? Yes. Let's terminate it. I just don't feel like at this point in our life, we're prepared to support it for much longer. <laughs> as long as we don't use it as a form of uh episode control oh good one good one. Oh gosh all right let me uh i'm not gonna make any more any more puns here we go <laughs> let me remind our listeners that uh the, we beg them on a weekly basis to check our podcast out on itunes the iphone podcast app uh google play music stitcher pocket cast and any other podcasting venues on which we appear. You have uh, up to 72 hours to like us on Facebook, join us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Extravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Pull out your keyboard oh. and head on over to nerdstravaganza.com. Uh, rhythm method your way on over to YouTube and type nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar and check out the uh, video content that we have there on YouTube. And that is an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and complain about all the horrible things we've said on this episode. And with all that legally and ethically disposed of, Brian, take us out to the morning after. We are a part of the rhythm method. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one who came up with like the speaking of the market, like the idea of go abort me <laughs> during this conversation? <laughs> because like flat out, like we are only here to fund abortions with private money. So like, there you go. I mean, it's, it's sad, but like, I bet you it would be like, I, I bet you if you really did that, it would, it would be, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't know that it would be like a huge like thing, but like, I bet you it would be viable. <laughs> you know, I mean, no pun, no, no pun intended again, but like viable. Yeah. Honestly, I think in reaction to the GoFundMe banning the abortion thing, go abort me should have been the immediate site to, to come online. I'm like, I'm just checking to see if that is actually an actually a, a website. Go abort.com. Can't be reached. Oh, well, not real yet. All right, there you go. And Ganza Enterprises soon to be launching go abort me a page offering funding avenues for um abortions i guess i know you can do like dot xxx for like you know adult sites can we do dot xx for those little crossed out eyes <laughs> we can <laughs> uh, i just went to godaddy.com and goabortme.com is available for 11.99 oh not anymore not anymore Tam, once once you search up once you search for a domain in one of those registrations, people usually snipe them. So let's let's check back next week and see if somebody picks that up. Really? That that is that a thing? Is yeah, that's that's a thing. Oh wow! Enter it to see if it does get picked up, but try go abort me, daddy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we'll have to check next week. Go abort me and go abort me, daddy. Whether or not they're uh... wait, is there an is there a dot io uh, dot on 
dot i o n domain you can you can get any kind of vanity domain can't you i don't know because abort dot i o n obviously is it yeah oh gosh we managed to pretty much alienate an entire listener base here from both ends of the spectrum i think